Mic check, mic check. What's going on, everybody? This is episode 20 of Apple Advisory. Uh-huh. What's going on, everybody? How you feeling out there in this world? Hopefully you feel it good, man. Hopefully y'all, y'all good out there and enjoying life because around these parts, it's a good sunny day out there. I know it, it how's the feeling down there, Mike? It's uh I mean it's so so the yesterday it was definitely pretty sunny. It was feeling like you know the Atlanta hot Atlanta that they advertised to us on TV. But today seems uh it's all right, it's not raining, it's a little cloudy, but um you know I'm dealing with it, man. I, it, it could be uh I feel like the next place I'm gonna have to move to is, is, is maybe Southern California, man. Maybe I think that's the place where the weather is true. It ain't changing, <laughs> you know, yeah. nothing. That's where it's at, SoCal. So I mean, but other than that, man, I'm I'm, I'm hanging in there. Uh, you know, yeah, my my, my daughter still love me, so it is what it is. Hey, that's what's always. <laughs> what, was, what they used to say: "It never rains in Southern California." That was that was, yeah, the, that was the song for real. Yeah, I, I never knew if that was actually true or not because I never actually went to Southern California. I went to uh, San Francisco before, but that's about it. That's mm. way North California. So, mm. uh, but yeah, man, uh, this is the Apple Advisory, and you know, this is your host, Mike. And as we always is Mike. Also, I'm Mike B. Mike B. <laughs> Don't get us confused. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and as usual, we have a couple of uh, topics that we always talk about with Apple in particular. Um, we try to do like a positive spin on some things, but, you know, Apple always can make itself be a negative uh, in, in my point of view. Anyway, like they always have something that seems to be like an underlying mode of operanda. So I always <laughs> turn it around and just be like, yeah, they, Apple's probably doing something. So, but in either case, we try to give a positive and we try to make sure that we also give a negative, make sure we balance out the ideology of what Apple is. Try not to, uh, besmirch, to besmirch their reputation. I mean, if that's the term, but, uh, you know they they do that pretty well on their own, oh, but um, dissertation words. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the topics that we got that we talking about today is going to be um one about Apple. It's it's the Apple loop from uh, the Forbes dot com or Forbes dot com uh, about new iPhone twelve leaks. Uh, the iPad Pro updated, confirmed, and goodbye to the Mac Pro uh, as we know it anyway. Um, we'll go over that a little bit more. The next topic that we're going to be talking about is about uh, Apple reportedly using cheaper iPhone battery parts to offset the new 5G costs that they're going to be putting into these iPhone 12 devices. Um, and the last topic that we're going to be talking about, uh, this one is a little a long title. Uh, it's from Business Insider. It's uh, Apple could surge another 27% in a Best course scenario still has a lot of gas left in the tank after reaching a two trillion dollar evaluation. Uh, analyst says, "Yeah, two trillion dollars. Uh, I know, like I said, Mike, you, you've been talking about this whole two trillion dollars that they value that they've been valuated two trillion. I, I knew around like two years ago they kept saying it, and I, I didn't. I haven't looked lately. Like I knew it was at a trillion and above, but." Within two years, they went from being a trillion dollar company to being a two trillion dollar company um, based on evaluation. Valuation, wow. it's hard. It's, it's hard to say valuation because, you know, valuation has a lot of parts to it. It's like pro- stuff that they have on, on cash on hand versus products versus stuff that they got invested in places. So um, 
but nonetheless, ultimately, it's still a two trillion dollar company. Um, so that's that's a big big thing going on with them. So uh, I got fly fly. Right? Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so the first topic that we're going to be talking about is the Apple reportedly. Uh, this, is, this is from The Verge uh, about Apple reportedly. Uh, actually, no, that's not the first topic, right? No, uh, let me go back. To, yeah, the first, I, I got my articles flipped around. Um, first topic that we're going to be talking about is about yeah, the Apple custom, loop. You know, it's Apple, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, Apple loop, uh, new iPhone 12 leaks, uh, iPad Pro updated, confirmed, and goodbye to the Mac Pro. Uh, like I said, this is an article from Forbes. And uh, they're, they're talking about, like I said, the iPhone 12 leaks that have been coming up and um, all the rumors. So this is definitely like rumor heavy, but more than likely, in most cases, a lot of rumors be true with Apple because I, I swear up and down, Apple leaks their own rumors um, that they, they intentionally put stuff out there so that the rumors can happen so that the articles can keep spinning about Apple. Um, that's that's my take on it. Um, but yeah, they, they're talking about things about like the iPhone 12, um, you know, f- f- uh, they're talking about the refresh rate on the, the screen. You know, it's going to be a smoother screen for when animation happens on it. Um, they're talking about how like they're going to be trying to implement a 5G in these phones. So that's going to be a major thing. Um where you know 5g in comparison to 4g just basically means faster internet on your device so uh better quality video chats um uh better quality videos in general when you're sending stuff and receiving stuff and uh uh just yeah mostly just faster internet faster internet means more means better internet ultimately so that's that's the main thing of 5g um they talk about the camera and the whole LiDAR feature. Um, LiDAR, if you don't know about LiDAR, that's basically a radar for light. Um, it's 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 a way that you can have a, a machine similar to a radar where you have a machine that shoots out radio waves and it counts how long it takes to send that radio wave and bounce back and it tracks the count of how long it took to bounce back. And then it can say how far something is away. Um, this does that same thing with light where it shoots out some light and it counts how long it takes for it to come back. And using that, they can essentially map 3D world. So that's how they use the map your face. It's a version of LiDAR that they have that maps your face so that you can have face unlock. Um, but you can also use that to essentially map out a whole world. And I'm thinking they probably going to use that for like, um, uh, augmented reality for a lot of things. Um, they've, they've been trying to get into augmented reality really heavy where like you hold your screen or you hold your tablet up to something. And since you have LIDAR on the back, it can track like the exact shape of your table. And like, even if you have stuff sitting on it, like if you got a keyboard sitting on there and you got like a phone sitting on there, it can, <laughs> it can map your keyboard and phone into it so that it can do like a AR thing and like spit out a Pokemon onto the screen. It looks like that Pokemon is walking on your table and it can walk into the keyboard and it can walk into the phone because it can track where the phone and the keyboard are. And so it's, it's small little stuff like that, man. Um, it's weird. It's, I, I I don't really have too much like feel for this technology right now. Personally, it's it's cool technology, but I feel like it has to be 
smoothed out. But uh, Mike, what, what do you think about that, bro? Yeah, I think that, you know, just looking at how Apple does things, man. Uh, so, so let me let me see. Cause so it's, it's a lot I can unpack with this, and um, it's not really good. I will say that there's something that about the uh, the article though that I do appreciate. I'm a little bit interested. In, but when I hear stuff like the new iPhone 12 leaks, well, I still have an iPhone uh, XS Max, right? And I and I have it reluctantly, folks. I, I didn't pick the, you know, what I mean, it just came with the deal. So boom, we we hopped in there. But um, when I hear in like a lot of the uh, stuff when it comes to why they're doing what they're doing it's just a it's just another ploy to uh make more money what they do is like if say someone has uh they like again they have active users doing something but they want to switch them from that uh they try to identify like certain problems with that that either people did not see or maybe try to magnify different problems that there was already existing they didn't really break the application or didn't break the uh, you know the, the usability of that uh device if you that device uh, you're talking about physical, something tangible was still, um, you still use it. So, yeah. you know, at the end, like when I, here in the, um, right here in the article, it says that um, it's going over some of the issues that they're talking about with like the iPhone 12, but, um, and there's some things they try to say with the camera. I mean, we all want to have a better experience with phones. So we, you know, we constantly look at what can we improve upon but the way they are framing this is they're framing it as if that they absolutely need people to move on like to the next thing. But truly, it's just to make more money and not necessarily to, I feel like, not necessarily serve any like deeper purpose. Because with a lot of the updates and things they're talking about, it's not anything that I guess I, I look for example of um, when I come, I used to have a, uh, what was the first phone? First one was like a Galaxy SX, SX, it's a Galaxy S5 or something like that. And then the jump from that to the, uh, I think the seven edge I have, where you was able to, you know, do have a little bit more control over what goes on the phone. I think you can side load things on there. It, it's pretty much posed like some of the issues that it fixed on there were it wasn't really, um, it wasn't as trivial as the things that Apple tries to point out. But it was a solid upgrade. These things that Apple are doing on an everyday year are really not solid upgrades. They're just adding some trinket that honestly may exist on another phone in Samsung and trying to sell it as if they, you know, making it appear to their yeah to their audience. You know, that's the whole indoctrination thing, right? And the whole audience marches to, you know, the head, uh, the you know, the marketers beat. So they market this thing like, oh, like SS Max is in is in danger of being. Uh, hacked or was missing out on this experience and honestly it's not so um i mean how yeah. i feel about it i think it's 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 something it's, it's a um, it's a business tactic in order for them to exploit their audience more and i use those words carefully because i know that's not what all business is about but my humble but honest opinion is that what apple does oftentimes with their fan base is that they actually go into exploiting them because and extorting them because Again, there are not really any substantial changes. That the the average person that uses uh, anything from Apple doesn't really look at a lot of the things that are being up. Like, don't, doesn't really have a comprehensive understanding of why certain things are different or why certain things are the same with the phones. But they, because of the <clears throat> the things are being sold as an upgrade, they kind of get thrown off with that. Um, as far as uh, we're going with the MacBook Pro, uh, say it's the same thing. I know that there's there's been some changes that they were talking about. 
they're going to make. But again, it, it wasn't anything significant where I felt like the experience that the MacBook brings is going to change. And, and I th- what I think yeah. too, what I what I like about the MacBook, although. I feel like I kind of <laughs> go in with Apple a lot of times. Or anybody's watching the, the uh, watching the podcast, you know that it's, it's it's tough coming across good stuff with with, uh, with Apple. But I do say I appreciate the MacBook experience when it comes to things that's readily available with it. Uh, like what you're trying to do, like streaming or like video or something like that. They seem to always be in a better position than the average PC that you buy. But again, same thing where the things they're talking about here, it doesn't really. Uh, they, they mentioned stuff about having a little bit better speed with like a 16 inch screen on the MacBook, but nothing substantially different. So, yeah, um, the, the MacBook so, yeah. is probably more dangerous for me. Like, like, yeah, the, with the iPhone 12, with the iPhone 12 Mac stuff, like, I guess really all of the all of the new features for the iPhone 12 are more like for the Max devices. They do. I do give them credit for coming out with like with with these simpler devices now, like they're coming out with the XR devices where where then they're basically an iPhone, but they don't have all the extra bells and whistles. And like that's that's just for the people that just need an iPhone to be an iPhone. And it's like if you if you get the what they call in here, the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Like, yeah, I mean, that's like four different names. Right. That's, like a, that's three names and a number. Like, <laughs> like at that point, yeah, you 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 got to have a reason to probably get that phone because all the other stuff is you don't really need it. Ninety nine percent of the stuff that you can do, you can probably do with the XR or the smaller version of the phone. Like, you don't really need all the craziness. But the the MacBook Pro stuff that that kind of scared me because. Uh, from an architecture point of view, from a programming point of view, because they switching over from um, using the ARM, uh, what was it? they were using Intel for a while. Yeah, so yeah, it was an ARM processor. They, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now they switching over to using ARM. ARM is the same processor that they that they use in phones. So um, it's it's meant for bat- faster battery, for better battery consumption and stuff like that. Like it's it's meant to be a smoother uh, device when it comes to managing. Like if you only if you're not trying to do too much multitasking, um, but the main thing about it is that like everybody um, that created an app or a program for um, for the MacBook originally for I/O for Mac OS, Mac OS wasn't built for ARM, so they switching everything to be Mac OS for ARM, which means that all the apps, every application that was built for old Macs from old Mac OS got to be rebuilt to work on arm mac os and like they they mentioned it last year or earlier this year that they were going to do it i don't think that they're going to come out with it this round because they just mentioned that they're going to give um developers two years to figure out how to deal with arm programming (laughs) on a mac os so i don't think they'll come out with it this round but they're going to definitely come out with it next round but most of that is just because they want to be in-house like they own the arm processor that they use so it's like the the a12 a13 they always call it like an a number and they own that so that really just keeps them from having to spend more money with intel they can just make keep all the money for themselves um but then also because it's going to be on what they're trying to do is allow you to uh run ios apps off the macbook so you similar to what we were just talking about on the other show with uh with microsoft doing android stuff um being able to run it on there like you can do remote 
features with iOS. You can do some remote things, but they want to make it so that you can basically install the apps that are in the iPhone app store onto your Mac OS. And to do that is a long transition of changing processes and getting OS to work just like iOS does. So like that, that's going to probably be a longer transition, but like, Nonetheless, yeah, they they make the crowd go through hoops. Like if you are if you are Apple fan, an Apple fanatic, if you got like Apple products, if you invest in the Apple ecosystem, then you definitely go through hoops every time Apple <laughs> has a mood swing. Like every time they feel like they want to do something, you just gotta ride with it. Yeah. Like you, you ain't got a choice. Unless you just your whole choice is to leave the Apple ecosystem. I mean, and that's that's really not viable for most people so they just got to deal with it um the, the next article that we got is about uh the apple iphone 12 iphone 12 uh coming out with uh a cheaper battery this is coming from the verge article title reads that apple reportedly is okay. using cheaper iphone battery parts to offset uh 5g costs um, the sub reads, uh, the next AirPods may also see battery cost reductions, um, the, the, which are like the headphones. Um, but basically, they are working with another company. Um, I don't think they actually list the company here. Uh, they, they're working with another company trying to figure out a way to come up with different battery technology and a way to make the batteries ultimately cheaper. By coming out with this alternative method for storing batteries because batteries are basically like if you open up a battery in a phone it's a you see a black flat slab and you really don't know what's in that black flat slab because <laughs> yeah it's, it's just a slab for real <laughs> it's because it's like semi-flexy kind of kind of it could be like a, 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 a like a stress ball but you don't want to squeeze it type thing like <laughs> Um, it has like these it has cells in there. It's like lithium ion and it has and they're split up in like little small cells so that it fits in there. And they're trying to figure out a way to redesign that all together so that it can uh, ultimately be cheaper to manufacture and cheaper to put into the phones so that they can offset the cost of the battery with the cost of what it's going to be to put 5G in the phones. <laughs> and I'm not really feeling 5G ultimately, yeah. not yet. No time soon. But um, what, what do you think about this, Mike? Off top, you, to you this. took the words right out of my mouth. I was gonna jump in and say it, bro. Like I think this whole push for five G is kind of is getting out of hand. And when you start <laughs> mess with the framework, like the whole framework of a working phone and how nothing is wrong with it, but you 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 know you you feeling like you have to change that in order to fit in this one trinket. Because yeah, I I really know, man, for a fact. Like again, I always look at it as what the common person, what the average person would deal with, and the average, uh, 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 the average single mom who uses a cell phone at her job she's not really going to pay attention to you know if there's a difference between four or five g although they're trying to put right. it in our face but it, people just want a faster experience like if it was something where everybody was doing streaming like on a consistent basis, let's say everybody's life was truly a movie that was being shot or something like that but they were doing mm -hmm. it off of their phone yeah you would need 5g because a lot of things that you know in so many words uh that much uh traffic you know, to certain servers like images or, or different functionality, it would just mess up like the complete uh, infrastructure of, you know, like compute, like everything when it comes to a phone. But that's not yeah. that's not the world we live in. Like I'm, uh, most people are not going to uh, see much of a difference or even notice how it's affecting them positively by having 5G. So I also look at it as too uh, maybe 
this is a ploy to just try to get more like get more money you know they if they try to put it out there and again this sounds like something that to a degree apple maybe set to the verge <laughs> but yeah. um, you know if, if you would um you know if if a person just on average uh uses a, a phone just to communicate all of these things that they're trying to do to sell it as an upgrade is becomes unnecessary mm-hmm. um and to like it, it, it's again i feel like this is a this is a, it's a it's a ploy to be able to maybe get more money like you say to say that okay well we're cutting this out so we can have give y'all the 5g experience no knowing the 5g ain't really going to do that be that much of a difference but if you say that just so you can kind of sneak it under the rug that you may be putting in uh, a little bit, uh, putting in some parts that are not really the greatest, but uh, enables the phone to have 5G. It's, just a, it's, a, it's a way to make more money. Because I look at it as down the line when this, when this happens, uh, it's, it's going to be a lot more phones exploding, uh, yeah. a lot more you know, stuff melting in people's pockets. And what's going to, you know, what the people turn to, they indoctrinated enough, they'll say, Yeah, you know, throw a fit and say, Oh, something's wrong with my iPhone, but they'll get another one. So, I, I, I think that's what it is. That when, when you see articles like, Oh, iPhone is cutting out their uh, cutting out the um, you know, trying to save stuff where they have battery, uh, have the su- sufficient battery while enabling 5G is just um, it's a waste of time. That's my that's my opinion. I can, I can continue to rant, man, but go ahead, take the floor. Yeah, no, 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 you that's that's basically right. Like. And they they need to come out with an application that makes 5G viable because 4G is doing the job. Um, Like people, you talk about wanting to stream, watch TV, you can do that on 4G. You want to do a video chat, you can do it on 4G. The 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 issue that I want them to do is fix the data plans. (laughs) Like, all right, you gonna give me faster internet? You want to give me 5G internet, but what, my data plan still going to be the same? So I'm going to have five. So mm-hmm. it'll be faster for me to get to my cat, is what you're saying. Okay. Instead of instead of like 30 days, it takes me 10 days to get to my cat because I'm spending mm-hmm. my 5G because I want to do all the things that 5G does. I mean, so now, now I ran out of data and I can't use my GPS because I got throttled down to having 2G now. Which is basically what ha- I'm, I'm. I'm having a rant right now because that's basically what happened with my AT and T plan. Even though I had a hella rollover minutes, I had like some 30, 40 gigabits, uh, gigabytes of rollover minutes, but somehow it just disappeared on me, and now I got throttled. But that's a whole another wow. that's a whole another topic. That's a whole another topic for a whole another thing. But like nonetheless, if I got five G, the same thing is going to happen. I mean, like the same thing going to happen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be watching TV on the five G, and next thing they know, they're gonna cut me short. Um, I think also that 5G, I think the push for 5G is a government push in a lot of ways. And this is going to be my conspiracy theory moment. Like it's, it's, it's a lot easier to track people with 5G than it would be with 4G. Cause with 4G, you still have antennas. That's roughly every 10,000 feet. So, um, it's, you know, if you got an emergency going on, and you got to track somebody else besides GPS. You know, we all got GPS in our phone, but in the cases that we all, cause you know, tracking people is becoming a big deal. And, you know, people cut off their GPS for hundreds of reasons. The only other option is what they call triangulation, where they try to find you off the cell phone tower. And the cell phone, like I said, that cell phone tower is 10,000 feet radius. So you could basically be anywhere within like a mile and it's kind of hard to track you. But uh, with 5G, it's a thousand feet. It's a lot closer. 
That means so literally with 5G, when they push out this 5G, they're going to be 5G. You want to see 5G antennas almost at your neighborhood, like every every intersection of your neighborhood. Um, so that it's a lot smaller of a radius, but it's a lot faster. It's similar if you think about people with your Wi-Fi in your house where you have the five, you have the regular wireless and then you have 5G wireless, the five gigahertz wireless. This isn't the same as 5G and five gigahertz, but it's kind of the same ideology where mm-hmm. one wireless signal goes a lot further, but it's a lot slower. And then there's the other signal that doesn't go as far, but it's a lot faster. Um, and that's the same concept with this whole 5G. It's not 5G goes a lot faster, but they got put maybe four or five times the amount of antennas out there to be able to offer that type of speed. So with that, it makes it a lot easier to track and monitor people when with their locations and things like that. So that's my that's my conspiracy rant for the moment. But nonetheless, yeah, with with batteries being changed up, I don't like that also because um yeah it gives it a higher potential but to, to unless they probably do great testing like they really got to test this stuff and like and it takes really years a money move, man. i'm telling you it's really a money move because you think about yeah it, i mean it's definitely a money move because they're trying to save they're trying to save money and ultimately yeah. they, they try to save money because the 5g hardware is expensive yeah, i mean so many businesses profit off of the uh the pains and the woes of the people you know what i mean like you kind of some people uh, yeah, they, they may sell you something up front knowing that either your habits are going to catch up to you or mm-hmm. they're giving you something that is the bells and whistles on it that you, you were sold on, but the practicality of it, you didn't fully understand. And that puts you in a place. And I think it's the same thing. It happens um, with a lot of things that, you know, people selling shit online. I know we've heard all the stuff about, uh, about Wish, right? Wish.com. But oh, I think yeah. it's the same thing when it comes to you know physical products, especially with what with, uh, Apple is that they have to understand, man, or, or or not even they understand, but the people have to understand that just because you know they come out with something that ne- doesn't necessarily mean that it automatically belongs to them or that you should have it because you could think of save a lot of heartache, mm-hmm. you can save a lot of money uh, on focusing on like buying technology that's really going to serve them a purpose rather than just trying to be in a no. I feel like people try to still flex with, with having iPhones. I think it's just silly. Yeah, it's a status apparatus, man. That's right. always, <laughs> always break that back, man, because Apple Apple has definitively made that true trillion dollars, which is the next article. <laughs> they made that $2 trillion off of that whole status apparatus, man. Like mm. they, they could be any other uh, electronics company, but the way that they market their stuff and and make it of uh, seem like it's a value uh, value to people where you just can't do certain things unless you have the iPhone in particular uh, when when that's really a lie like that's just what it is but that's how they make their two trillion dollars I mean that's a it's, a it's a marketing tactic but marketing is has been like no marketing hasn't worked anywhere else as good as it worked in America because of the idea of capitalism. Mm-hmm. Like the only other thing that has been marketed that well is like religion. And like, that's, that's basically Apple is a religion almost at this point. <laughs> like that's like, if it, it, it just is, it just is. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, with this last article that we're talking about, um, the, the article is from business insider, uh, where it's this long title like i, I think they just they, they shouldn't have put the quote in there um 
but Apple could surge another 27% in a best case scenario, still has a lot of gasoline left in the tank after reaching <laughs> $2 trillion, uh, $2 trillion valuation analyst says. Um, and this is one analyst and there's, there's, there's probably a, a whole bunch of agencies that are out there that are, um, that have basically done a, a confirmation analysis to say that it's worth $2 trillion. But uh, yeah, basically, Apple is worth $2 trillion. And it's all because you guys feel like you need to have the iPhone. And I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not you excluding you because uh, I got the iPhone right here. So I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I do work in the industry and half of my job requires me to make sure shit works on the iPhone. So that's just me. But for the people that always need to get the latest and greatest and particularly the iPhone, enjoy it. But I mean, know that you helped Apple become a $2 trillion company. <laughs> like, yeah. like Because I mean, because of that ideology and it's, I mean, some, I guess somebody had to do it. Some company had to do it. Um, similar to how App, Amazon, like what Jeff Bezos recently became the first guy to ever have $200 billion. And, you know, as soon as I seen, I seen an article about that. And the first thing I saw right after is some, some dude was like, Man, y'all completely forgot about Mansa Musa, four hundred billion dollars in his lifetime. I was like, oh yeah, I mean, the richest man. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't front on that. Like, that's 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 a good point. But um, yeah, man, this this company, uh, and, and I mean, it kind of shocks me because, like I said, uh, it took them all this time. They were they started like in the eighties. I want to say the late maybe 79 when it was like the very beginning as a small business in, in that garage, you know, the whole story about the Apple garage and all that, like <laughs> it took them from that point of time to like 2017, 2018 to be a trillion dollar company. And like, that was a lot of up and downs, but like <clears throat> then after that, within two years, it jumped up to a $2 trillion company. I think, yeah. you know, the reason why, bro, let me jump in real quick. The reason why that's happened is because <clears throat> the culture has changed in such a way where the technology, like we live in, I think they call this generation like the glass generation, where mm -hmm. they were born, and this is the first generation born where the internet was just readily available. Like even us, like I'm millennials, we in that generation. Uh, before then, we experienced <clears throat> the birth of social media, like coming from, the and, and and like we we witnessed the progression of the internet of coming from like I can't even remember what was before the dial up days right you had the dial up days then you had just regular broadband yeah then you yeah. had so I think what's happening and DSL exactly there's exactly so with all that was happening like it took some time this is just I think why they were able to get to two trillion yes it's the marketing uh but the marketing the reason why they were able to do that is because we are in a stage where the, the world is just so much more technological now. Um, back, like back, using going with you saying, I was Steve Jobs and them back when he was in the garage days started up. Like it was, it, it was no like they were so far like they were they were so far away from like where we are now that yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot of ground that had to be covered. But now that technology is not just something that's additional to life, but it's become a way of life. Like it's become a part of what we are, you know, who we are. Um, Apple using these things to get to that point of $2 trillion is just a matter of positioning 
uh, their product and then talking to where the current, you know, the current state of society right now, because again, we are a lot more, uh, we are heavy laden with a lot of uh, technology versus the other, you know, other times. So I think that's what happens. Like we go from what was like back in like the late seventies, maybe like 40 years per se. And then within 40 years took you to get to that. And then within one or two, like one and a half years, you get to two. I think they just captured like what's going on and learn how to play on um, being able to sell people the right things in order for them to, uh, uh, I guess, support all of what Apple is trying to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, no, no company has ever made it to a trillion dollars. So, I mean, it's, it took a while for all of the companies to actually all of the tech companies to get to a point of being a trillion dollar company, which they all roughly got to at about the same time, um, a little bit after Trump got in office, because, uh, you know, the height of the height of Trump, you know, pushed people to start investing more, particularly the people with all the money. Um to start actually investing more and putting more money into the system because because they knew that he was going to do crazy stuff to the market. So, um, the, I mean, a lot of that really just even started anyway for them to all even get to the point of a trillion dollars. Google fluctuates between being like a $900 billion company to a trillion dollar company a lot. Apple, Apple has gotten there, Microsoft, Amazon, uh, Facebook definitely ain't get there yet. Um, <laughs> But they they all got to that point. But yeah, a, a lot of it is because of positioning with Apple, um, because they do like their whole model and mode is like to be the non-computer computer, and it's meant mm-hmm. to be it's meant to be for the non-technical user. So it's it's meant to be for everybody else type thing. Um, but they definitely manipulated that ideology to say it's not for everybody else; it's for everybody. But at the same time, you all have to follow us. Um, like there is no, there is no like idea of like independence. But they sell the idea of uh, independence. Like they sell the idea of indivi- individuality, not necessarily independence, but individuality. Um, but it's really not. I mean, most of that, most of that really, I think, also comes with what they've been fighting for for the past couple of weeks, which was the whole app store deal. Um, that that makes them a lot because they make thirty percent off of all the all the paid apps. So if there is anybody that has a subscription, anybody that's paying for an app or a service on there, they they make their bucks off of them as a third party, <laughs> like just because they have the platform. That's just a thing for real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I look at it. <clears throat> one of the stats they have in here, man, is that um, Apple was the first U.S. company listed to hit two trillion dollars in market value, and. Mm-hmm. It's such a, you know, going into the conspiracy bag, we always sit back and think and talk about how, like, the robot, either the robot's going to take over. You know, I'm not the only one, I think, that likes our robot, but, you know, saying that thing becomes, like, an actual thing. I feel like it's going to come from, like, the hands of an Apple, where, because they have so much money, and I think there are other businesses out there that may be a little bit more uh, business savvy and, um, I guess, people first, truly that something like they won't be leading the front when it comes to that, but I definitely see Apple going this way with the, you know, selling the idea that they're for the people, but actually for their own ambitions. So um, that's definitely going to be them. And I think the way that we have to, what we have to do, um, I guess I'm flipping this <laughs> self-help, you know, whatever the case is, just be cognizant of like when you, with these companies, like what, like what is it that 
you need so much to constantly like buy their shit. Like, you know, I feel like I get more practicality out of what Google has to offer, what Microsoft has to offer. But with Apple, it's not it's just not the thing. So I'm like, you know, people yeah. have to just be mindful, like when you when you buy a lot of shit, like all you're doing is just making other people richer. Like it's two trillion dollars. Two trillion Yeah, it's 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 really the common common denominator, man. Um a lot of people say it's the lowest common denominator. I don't like to say necessarily the lowest common denominator, but it's the common denominator because, you know, they appeal to themselves as being like for the art people, for the musicians, for for like the writers and like, you know, the 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 A part, you know, how they have STEM, but then they started calling it STEAM and try to add the arts. Like they, they try to say that it's for the art people, but they use the, the, the STEAM part to create this technology for the art people and the art people really tend to be the the majority of us like people say that they're art people like it's a like it's a special thing and then actually everybody in some form is an art person mm. so like everybody can adapt to it um you know there's a they, you know they everybody knows the mona lisa type thing and everybody gets their own feel and vibe from it and everybody gets their own look from it and like that's how they sort of sell it as this like this this advanced high-end advanced technology that they try to just make seem like a toy so that they can attack so that they can uh you know offer it to everybody from grown from senior citizen to children i mean so it's like the iphone is a device that they they make it is is, is a great technology it goes over almost everybody's head that doesn't understand technology but they make it seem like it's uh, something that, you know, you can be 70 years old or three years old and still get to use it and be a part of it. And I mean, coding, I mean, that's what coding is in actuality. Like coding is sort of hiding the, hiding the great mystery. I consider it, I mean, that's why people consider it magic. Like you're hiding the great mystery yeah, behind yeah. all of that stuff. Like- How does it work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like all, all the people see is like, oh, I'm playing this game. All I'm playing is, I'm, I'm watching this movie or whatever. And in the background is doing, billions of things collecting your data and yeah. then they all surprised like how did how did they do that it's i mean it's a, it's a magic trick and um it's crazy crazy sleight of hand yeah i mean i, I was going to say side but like side note man the TikTok well it was crazy that they actually was copying people clipboards yeah this is why it's wild and it's like yeah. only made, it's actually the only thing and it's like why were you copying our clipboards when nobody ever really types in TikTok? it's all about videos yeah you know like it's go ahead no, no. I mean, that's just it. Like the most part, you may comment, but <laughs> like, why, why would you feel the need to be monitoring somebody's keyboard for all that when ninety percent of it is video? I mean, but that's the whole point: is that it's not just what you see. It's it's, it's a great illusion. I, I like the whole illusion concept. I, I, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm big on Houdini and all that stuff. So, like, it is what it is. But society needs to come to terms with that, and they can't just rely on some other governance to tell them what that is they kind of got to individually take it upon themselves or just keep getting fooled we try to bring the news to y'all that's why that's why we do this podcast so that we can keep y'all informed of these situations and you can be you know make your own decision if you want to get part of this because you know this stuff is meant to fool you in a lot of ways and i'm gonna keep it 100 which we, i'm keeping 1000 with y'all like the type of info we giving y'all and the critique of what's going what's really real out here and who you need to invest, the company you need to invest in, and stuff like that. You're not gonna get that from a CNN or a Fox. Like it's just not gonna happen. Like they, people are always, unless they have like a moral, they are benefited for taking, um, for eliminating the moral high ground 
they're going to always say things or do things that's within their best interest. And what we try to do here, like you're saying, Mike, you know, we try to just get y'all that real of like what's really real out here with the IT, what's going on, and, you know, giving you all the options, really. This is the awareness that we bring you all with the show as far as, you know, some of the silly shit we go over to is really just to help you all see that we're just giving you options, you know, like giving you a different option to think. Like, how, like, do I take this route or do I actually have to do this? You won't really even know what to do if you don't have the right information to, you know, to indulge. So that's what we do. Yeah. yeah, my Basically. rent done, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if y'all like the show, go ahead and subscribe to that so y'all can get more of this information, man, so y'all don't get food out there. Um, I mean, I'm I, like I said, Apple is Apple. They they come up with great tech. Um, I can't see myself making them the number one company. They need to be more like how Ferrari and Lamborghinis are like, you know, they, they, they are elite class to make them like the dominant entity of, of, of tech is not a good look for her. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if y'all like this, go ahead and uh, subscribe, comment, share all that stuff. Um, like I said, I like the engagement. It allows me to be able to engage back with y'all and let me know what you guys are interested in. So we can keep talking about certain things that, you know, are, are meaningful to y'all. Um, but if you, you know, just check us out on all your social. <laughs> we're on, we're on us, we're on us internet everywhere. You can find us. Look for uh, uh, Apple Advisory and Bohemia Media, Bohemia dot Media, and uh, we'll get you that tech. We'll get you that tech news, particularly about Apple for this show. Uh, anything else, Mike? Nah, man. I think. See, I gave my rant. Yeah. I gave my rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what we do, man. They love, they love it, man. Uh, and if y'all hate it, we we welcome that too. But like you said, like Mike said, man, just uh, like, com- uh, like, follow and share all of the stuff that we're doing. Uh, if you show us love and support, and also, um, if you all just have some some critique of what we could possibly do different, uh, we're definitely open to suggestions. I mean, I think we got a solid format, and you know, we're definitely giving that heat for the street. But if it's not hate. You know, something constructive. I'm like, oh yeah, this would be cool to see. Definitely down for that. And I mean, if it's if it is pure hate, man, again, we, we take that too. So you know, you gotta learn how to love your haters. But uh, right. that's all I got, Mike. Exactly. Yeah, don't take it easy <laughs> out there. Stop hating, man. It's not good for your heart. <laughs> y'all be easy. Be safe. Talk to y'all next time.